0: And Adam Pengilly's Manchester United head to Molyneux to play Wolves. And that match kicks off in about three minutes' time. Adam, a very good morning. How are you? Morning, Middo. Morning, boys. Going well,
1: Middo, And uh, not holding out a lot of great hopes for the Manchester United this morning. I think Wolves are probably dust us. Might be another bad morning.
0: Ninth on the table, I see here. <laughs> Just rub it Season in a bit two, more. And Wolves only three points behind. Uh, anyway, let's talk some footy and story in the Herald today. We, we mentioned it very early this morning, in fact, uh, All-Stars player availability and particularly these teams who are heading to Vegas, who naturally will, or the clubs will want those players getting game time with their clubs in their mm. trials naturally before Vegas. But if they play in the All-Stars game, they won't be able to do that. Yeah,
1: it's proving extremely difficult, isn't it, Nitto? And we had a story in the Herald today. The Roosters virtually asked the NRL, the Australian Rugby League Commission, could their players be excused from playing in the All-Stars fixture? The NRL, um, in defence of them, came back and said, no, we would still like them to be involved. It should come down to a personal choice of the player. But... Isn't this just a symptom of a of a, a crowded schedule? It's getting more and more crammed. Like we're going to Vegas this year, which I think is going to be a worthwhile experiment. Everyone's hoping that comes off and it proves to be a a really long term play. But when you do that, you need to start the season another another week earlier. Um, obviously, clubs want to have their trial games. We've got this new, well, not new. It started last year. This pre season challenge now, which goes over two weeks, and they're offering prize money to clubs. So that needs to be sort of factored into the schedule. And Loz, you probably know better than most given your involvement with the Indigenous All-Stars over many years. It, it can be hard trying to get player availability. And, 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 and to a large extent, the, the whole week's not really about the game as such. No. They do a lot of work in the community, which is great. But the game is probably suffering a little bit, isn't it, Loz, at the moment with a lot of players not being available to play?
2: Yeah, and that's the thing, Adam. You, you touched on it there. While well, the game is important, it's about the work that they do in the community and that reconnection back to their culture uh, and understanding uh, a lot more about it um, and what they contribute to the game. So um, there's a place for this game, and I'm hoping that it won't fall by the wayside. Mm. It's there to stay on the calendar, um, and it will be there to stay if the players want to be a part of it. But I can understand the clubs that are going overseas not wanting their players to be there because they won't get a chance to have a warm-up game before they get over there to Vegas to try and get their season started on a... On a, on a, in, in a good way but anyway we'll see how that all unfolds look there's been some talk again over the last couple of days about the 18th side and the new franchise and expansion and where it may or, or may not be where, where, where when do you think realistically a team can come into the competition a new team and where do you think it will be
1: Yeah, it's a good question, Lois, because this is going to be a major topic throughout the the course of this year, because the Commission is going to get closer to making an announcement on expansion, where they're going to go for an 18th team, and if they do have it, where it's going to be. At this stage, the absolute overwhelming favourite is the Pacifica team that's going to play games out of Papua New Guinea, probably be based in Cairns, have their players up there and flying in and out of PNG and Moresby to play games. Well, I found, I don't know what you guys thought, but I read the Telegraph this morning about this, the coaches poll they've done and mm. the coaches have virtually shot down the idea of, of having that sort of setup with a, with having a team playing out of Papua New Guinea saying we should be going to Perth. That should be the next market we should be targeting for our 18th team. I'm not sure what you guys think, but I feel like sentiment within the game is probably shifting maybe a little bit away from Papua New Guinea and, and having a team over there. and Maybe we should be looking at another market like Perth maybe even a second team in New Zealand. But when the federal government's deciding to virtually underwrite this franchise and pay the amount of money they're going to do to, to set it up, it's hard for the NRL to turn it down, isn't it? Surely, like that's 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 the issue. If the money's there on the table, how do you say no to it? It's it's hard to say no. Mm. That that's the problem. And
2: we're talking a lot, a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. But
3: is it not the same conversation we have around all sports and you can't blame anyone for it. There is a lot of decisions, majority of decisions made around professional sport these days, are based around money, not what's necessarily best yeah. for the game. No.
2: and it's it's certainly more attractive for the players to go to Cairns, Definitely. than what it would be to go and establish themselves and live in PNG because well, that might it, have been a that might have been a hard sell, a hundred percent.
3: Well, I don't it think that, I don't sell. think that's realistic. I, I, can you tell me players are going to choose to go and live over there rather than play for
2: the Titans? <laughs> no, that that's exactly right. Uh, uh, the Broncos, uh, the West Tiger, yeah. like
3: that—that that would be that's a massive
2: decision. Yeah, and I think, uh, well, there's a lot of talk, Adam. Not only 18, but they, there's talk that possibly in you know, 10 years, we may have 20 teams.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's sustainable loss? Do you think we can get cool. to 20 teams with the amount of players?
0: And... No. It's ridiculous. I, seriously. I, like, I don't know. We I don't have... have no. You can the can not... Yeah. The talent.
3: I reckon, we we're, I reckon we're borderline... I agree. ...pushing too yeah, far away. I like I,
0: aspiration. I, I, oh, I like Oh,
3: no. It. There's nothing wrong with... I reckon that's great for... Even you think of junior rugby league. Yeah. It's, it creates more opportunity. Yeah. But... The reason the NRL, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion, the reason the NRL is the NRL is because of the quality of the footy. Yeah. And
2: yeah.
3: that separates every other competition around the world.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you want a comp that's even, don't you? You want a comp that exactly. there's a fair chance of you winning most weeks when you turn up. We haven't seen that yeah. over the last couple of years because there's been some clubs that have been. That's what I'm saying. We're borderline already. We're borderline. Yeah, wayside. So, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um,. Just a quick one um, off the back of yesterday's story, Adam, about concussion, mm. and at, at, in particular at the, at the Junior League, and uh, this is all sports, by the way. This is community sports. What do you think will happen there, and how quickly will these sort of new recommendations be impl- implemented? Yeah,
1: good question, lot. So the AIS has, has obviously come out and, and, and with this 21-day stand-down period for non-elite sports or community sports, which I think is a, a, is a really good starting point because let's be honest, people who play community or recreation sport don't have the access to the specialist medical expertise that professional, professional clubs do. So, you know, the old saying, if in doubt, sit them out. Hopefully that's going to be taken on board by a lot of people who just play community or recreational sport. What's going to happen with the NRL point of view? Well, the NRL has already been, you know, gradually tightening the, the protocols over a number of years. Now we already have the automatic 11 or 12 day stand down period now. So if a player fails a concussion test throughout a game, they pretty much can't play the next week. We, we've got that. Will the NRL go any further than that for this year? At least and I'm not too sure. I don't know. I think they're definitely working on stuff behind the scenes at the moment. Whether that's ready to be implemented or not, I, I, I don't know. But I wouldn't be holding my breath for a change of the 21 days straight away was in the NRL. I think they're pretty comfortable with what they've got at the moment. Yeah. And certainly the AFL's got that as well too. So mm. I think they'll probably stay in place very much for this season at least. Mm. I,
2: I know we haven't touched on it and it's a rugby league and racing segment, but... Geez, you got to be concerned about young Will Perkowski again. Well, yeah, he, he's had yeah. issues mm. after he was hit well, on the head. Just ruled him out yeah. the shield game as because, well because yeah. he was he, he got delayed symptoms. Yeah, I know it's so, yeah it's so heavy. It, it's, it, it is, is, is heavy yep. for yep. the for the yep. young man. Yep, yep.
3: Adam. What? Um, where's Jack White at? Uh, uh, there's obviously the talk about um, he's going to be available for selection for New South mm. Wales. Uh, I well, as you probably know this better than anyone. If he's available, is he not the perfect fourteen
1: for us? You're finding a spot for him in the team, aren't you? Oh. Like if his form's good enough, you definitely. I reckon a we spot missed him team. last. I reckon we really reckon. missed him last year. Yeah. He just covers so yeah. many spots, doesn't he? He just like he he can play halves, centre, back row, like mm-hmm. and and you know he's going to do a job for you. And I, I reckon. You can probably speak to this more than me, Lawrence, but I think we've seen some of his best football at Origin level rather than at club level. He's one of these guys that seems to raise the level when he plays representative football. Well, um, Origin's about competing, and that's yeah. what does Jack
2: do. That's what he does best. That's his strength. So mm. it, it, he does all the little things that you want in a player and does it well at a high standard. And when people are fatigued, he he's, he's just doing what he does. Mm. You know, he's like a... I don't know, a Ruben Cotter. They, 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 everything's effort. Everything's effort based. They give a hundred percent, and that's why he's suited to that arena.
1: Mm, mm. I think it's. I think it's edging towards him being available again. Lots to, to be honest. Everything that I'm hearing, probably the one thing is that South, <laughs> South probably bought him maybe on the proviso, thinking that he'd be available for them throughout the whole Origin period because he'd had chucked in representative footy. So it's going to be a conversation he's going to need to have a little bit more with with the club, I'd imagine, but. Everything that I'm hearing is he's feeling he's, he's, he's open to playing again for New South Wales and being part of that Origin setup. It's going to be a, interesting, isn't it, with South? Because they, they could have five or
2: six a, a players in Origin, or they could have one, one or, or two. two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember how they were travelling midway through last year? Yeah. That's why they had so many guys for the Origin period, and then they came out of it really, really poorly. Um, it can make or break seasons. We've seen it in the past. That many was, that Origin period.
0: Okay, racing this card at Rose Hill Gardens tomorrow. Where are you playing? Yeah, the market's,
1: I think, got most of the races pretty well screwed down correctly, though, to be fair. One horse I do want to back is race six number two, Age of Sale, an import for the Chris Lee stable I thought was really impressive winning first up in Australia in a, in a midweek race at Warwick Farm. He meets Morning Sun again, the horse that he narrowly beat in that race, and he's still at a bigger price, so I know the draw is probably a little bit stickier for him than the other horse from Annabelle Neesham's yard, but Happy to leave that in the hands of Nash Real. I still plenty of upside for him. I think 2,000 metres second up is perfect. He can hopefully get the job done. Race 6, number 2, age
0: of sale for me at Rose Hill. Age of sale, $4 with Tab currently. Race 6, number 2. Mate, you have a good weekend. Before I let you go, Mido,
1: one nil to the United already. Oh, So there you go. Oh, how oh, move oh, you oh, up to
0: Actually,
2: eight? I've got a question, Adam. And yeah. I've just been reminded uh, of this by a, a listener. Um... He was just saying how Manly and the Dragons are playing a closed-door trial today. Do you know anyone going to be out there? You're allowed uh, it in to watch it. To see well, it? I
1: think I think Seeds is doing some media after the scrimmage, Laws. I don't know if they're going to allow cameras in there or any crying eyes from media or journalists, but I think they've gone old school this morning. I think they're kicking off, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they're kicking off about 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah. So it's a nice early morning scrimmage. So yeah, I'd be keen to see the reports about how it goes and obviously a lot of interest in both clubs this year with a lot of new recruits. So yeah, it'll be kicked off nice and early
0: this morning. What did you say last year, Loz? Oh, I don't... Never played before 3 o'clock.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
2: didn't have to worry about getting up early. <laughs> Amazing. Stick with Maruta. Lunch at 12. <laughs> oh, incredible.